Welcome back to the Steel Target Paint Podcast. I'm Jeff Jones, and you know I invited Steve, but uh, he hasn't shown up yet, so I'm going to be flying this solo. Jeff, uh, Jeff. Um, so you know, guys are going to have to bear with me. Uh, Jeff, I'm right it's here. It's me. It's 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 not Steve. You know, so maybe he'll dial in. I don't I don't know. Jeff. Oh wait, wait, he's here. Hey Steve, hey, what's going on? <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Good, good. Man, it's been a while since we've had a chance to talk. Uh, you've had a lot of things going on in your life over the last couple of months. And, uh, you know, I called Steve up and I said, uh, Steve, we got to do a podcast. And it wasn't, Oh, I'm too busy. It wasn't, uh, you know, I don't know if I have time. It, his, his only one word answer was when, yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, I'm happy to be back and Steve, I'm happy that, uh, we're back together on the podcast. How you been? Man, it's been, uh, I think since a lot of the last podcast, a lot's happened. I think oh, you've, man, you've had, I, your my, family's been in a, a bunch of hospitals in a bunch of different states uh, a number of times. Yeah, I think I think the bill in the last couple of months is about 300 grand. So thank goodness for insurance. I didn't say good insurance. I just said insurance. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, for, for those of you that are interested, Steve does have a home range and he does train. Uh, his rates have gone up to uh, $300,000 a session. Dang <laughs> <laughs> <And> copays. <laughs> well, man, uh, have you had any chance to shoot at all lately? It, interestingly enough yes i have i've been doing um more training than shooting when i say training you know folks uh folks training here sure uh, but yeah it's uh, a lot a lot of things going on you know i got a couple of 929 sent one off to tk custom and man that baby's sweet yeah uh, mine mine haven't had the tk uh trigger job done on but i have shot one of those uh in steel uh with a tk and they're like butter yeah, he, in Eli did some work on um, a six seventeen for me, and so that that bad boy's nice. But that nine twenty nine, I did the aesthetic type package as well. It um, removed the underlug and lightened the uh, the top rail. I don't know how much weight it took. It uh, maybe it's eight ounces or something like that. But it's interesting that it was. It, it's probably not a ton of weight, but it feels so much better, much more balanced. So outside of the the full action job and all that kind of jazz. And, and what's interesting, I didn't, you know, I thought there was going to be a little bit of polishing, a little bit of rubbing and all that kind of stuff. And I got a bag back full of parts. Oh yeah. They, they pretty much replaced the entire guts of the, the whole inside. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. If you shoot revolvers and you don't have a TK custom action job, you're missing out. Well, I, uh, you know, I got my GM in uh, OSR a couple of months ago, and uh, it's funny because uh, there's a number of shooters down here. Uh, the entire Huey clan, which is Dan, Christy, Ryan, and Caleb, um, have been borrowing a bunch of my guns to make it to Club 13. So um, while I made Club 13, uh, my guns are going to make about Club 39. Uh, <laughs> I hear you. So, uh, and I've always, you know, I've always joked about Club 13 is access to and willingness to shoot a revolver in Steel Challenge. <laughs> oh yeah, it's um, it's it's a whole different experience shooting a revolver compared to another gun. But you know what though, it's one of those interesting things that I guess growing up as a kid, I always had a, you know, a cap gun and there were always revolvers and, yep. you know, that's, I, I don't know, maybe that's uh, rekindling my childhood, but 
you know, that's one of the things I love the most about Metal Madness is they have a revolver division for yep. 22. And man, that's uh, that's some of the most fun I've had shooting in the last couple of years. But yeah, I've done a little bit of shooting, some local matches, but it's been interesting. There hasn't been a ton of uh, major matches throughout pretty much since the world speed shoot, you know, there's been a couple here or there, you know? Um, yeah. There's been a couple area matches, uh, that have happened. Um, you know, I don't think area two's having an area match this year. Uh, I think area. was it? No, that's USPSA. There was one that happened not too long ago. I know area six is coming up end of the year. Um, What's and, up in New you, Hampshire? Seven, seven or eight? I think I think they may be seven, and I think yeah, that might they, be the one that just happened because that's yeah, the well, one that's sponsored by uh, Tandem, Tandem Cross. Cross. Yep, yep. Um, let's just go take a quick pick here to results, and we will look at major matches, tier three matches. Yeah, so started off the year uh, with uh, uh, the World Speed in in April, and then Area Eight was in uh, May. Uh, area three sponsored by steel target paint was in, uh, end of May in June was area five, um, Canadian national championships were in, in, uh, July. And then beginning of August, uh, we, looks like we both had both the area seven and the area one. Mm. So like I said, I don't think area two is having one. I know six is coming up and I think that leaves maybe area four left. So, but you're right. There hasn't been, you know, it's, it's been a tough year. Um, I know uh, coming up into September uh, I've got my local match and then uh, I'm going up to Jamie's match. And then I think that's followed by area six. So I'm getting, yeah. you know, a local and, and then two big ones back to back. I want to explore that more here in just a second, but you mentioned area four and uh, that reminds me of uh our friend Corey K. Oh, the first, dude. The first guy yep. or gal or anybody, anybody to, to become a GM in all 21 divisions. Is that yep. amazing? We're going to give, give him a That's little clap there. That is, it is quite amazing. Corey. And, 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 you know, the cool thing about it is too, is, you know, Daniel made it first in steel and a great guy. And he's been on the podcast and uh Corey made all 21 and we've had Corey on the podcast. Yep. yep. Um, and uh, so it's just the, great. The area four match. Yep. It's, it's great to see, uh, uh, you know, uh, those, ex, those uh, Excelsior moments. Uh, uh, it's not, it's a sm no small undertaking uh, to get a GM in any division. Um, and to be a multi GM in divisions is quite an accomplishment, but to make all 21 and to be the first one, it's uh it's very impressive. Very impressive. Yeah, the, the commitment and dedication and, you know, uh, I guess uh, I guess having dual income, no kids may help that situation a little bit. It's, but it's I'm possible. Saying, I'm, I'm speculating here. <laughs> I got a single is, income and a couple of kids, so I know what that's like. But. And, and some goats and numerous oh, other. I'm, I saw a dog in your in a new dog. Didn't I see your daughter get a new dog? Yeah, so my little one that had brain surgery here a couple months ago, uh, I got her a, a puppy for her birthday, which was a week and a half ago. So after after the hospital, she wanted to get a to get a dog. So she's got an Eng English Springer Spaniel named Melody, which is the same type of dog that Vanessa has, um, Bandit. He's probably what almost two years old now. They're they're really cool cool dogs. Probably more personality than most people I know. 
growing up uh, with my kids, we had uh, Cocker Spaniels. So um, similar, but different. And uh, yeah, fun dogs, fun dogs. Now the dogs get along. Oh, yeah. Th- those good. those dogs are like a Velcro dog. They, they always want to. <laughs> yeah, they always want to be where you're at. And most of the time on top of you, you know. So we've got we've got dogs and I know everyone knows you've got goats. Um, I don't I don't have a single goat. My wife does. Oh. <laughs> well, let's just say on the premises. OK, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's on the on the foster farm. Uh, uh, I believe there are rabbits, correct? That, that is correct. Um, I want to say guinea pigs. Am I correct there? So there, the last time you were here, there were guinea pigs. They're okay. all gone now. Um, okay. So there's guinea hens. Guinea hens. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And fish. Uh, there's a couple of lizards. I don't know what the heck she's got going on down there. Some bearded dragon, some geckos, lots of fish. Four dogs. You know, you've got the room. Cats and, you know. You've got the room and I watch a lot of reptile shows. What you need is like a Nile monitor now. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You you know, I'm just thankful, Jeff, because somehow I put a mini split in my shop where I do all my circoating, lids and gravy, stuff like that. I'm just thankful that my wife had uh, four baby goats and none of them ended up in the shop this time. They actually ended up in the kitchen for a week. Yep. I'm and I'm okay with that as long as they're not out here. Um completely back on subject. Yes. So well what's because you know, I haven't talked to Zach lately and I saw there was some USPSA uh minutes out there. No, I'm not talking about the drama. Did I ever tell you, thank goodness we're in Steel Challenge, not on that side of the street? Anyway, that's another yep. podcast. But so do you know the has it been announced yet? Or about the qualification of the area matches. I know there was some discussion about it for a world feature. The presentation. Yeah. Where's that at? The presentation has been made. Uh, um, There's been, there were four presentations that Zach made uh, and it's in the minutes. So um, the first one is going to be, what are the, what's the slot policy? Okay. Um, Then there's going to be the peak time changes that have been suggested. There is the, if you didn't know, and a lot of people that have been shooting long enough have seen this happen, um, your scores will fall off. So, you know, a guy like me that hasn't shot rimfire rifle iron for over three years, while I've got a classification, I don't really show any best times because they fell off because the way the rules are currently written, it's, the current year plus two. So that's going to change. And it's going to just all your, all your scores for all time are going to count. Okay. And then the big one that I think a lot of people are going to like is the selective reclassification. And this is going to be one where if we've been talking about that for a long time, Yep. Um, if, if voted on and passed, and all these have to be voted on by the board and passed, they've been presented, um, keep an eye out on uh, all the social media outlets and the uh, websites, both USPSA and Steel Challenge, uh, where the documents will be posted uh, to give the members a chance to make comments. Now, I will tell you that um, only the comments that come through the Steel Challenge website are going to be considered because that's going to be considered coming from steel challenge shooters. Um, right. So 
but they'll all be taken into account. And then uh, I believe they're going to be voted on in November. And um, for those that haven't been following, um, we have a new elected president of the USPSA. And congratulations to Yi Min Yilin. He is now, uh, uh, what is it, president-elect of the uh, uh, USPSA. I'm not sure when he'll actually take uh, official capacity of the office. That'll probably be in a little, you know, I, I don't know what the what the bylaws say, you know, when it starts. But um, Yi Min has won the election, and uh, congratulations to him. So, but yes, getting back to that last one, selective reclassification. And yes, we've talked about it. And this is where over time we've changed the peak times for many of the stages. Uh, and it's caused people to, uh, Zach Jones is a classic example. He's got, he's rated a master in, in a division, but his best times ever shot against the current and proposed times, he's only an A shooter. Sure. So he's competing whenever he goes to a match at the master class level. And so the selective reclassification allows uh, each person individually by division. Um, if there's an opportunity to be reclassified, you're going to be able to, and I don't know how it's going to be set up, uh, whether it's, you know, click a button or hit a check mark. Uh, but the goal would be that you're, you're going to get a, a month of time. And, and when this happens, there'll be a number of, uh, again, uh, social media and, you know, we'll cover it on the podcast and others will as well, hopefully to let people know you've got this much time to go in and you can selectively choose to be reclassified in a division or for any, any at all divisions that, uh, you qualify for reclassification. So those are the big things that are coming up uh, with regards to Steel Challenge on the uh, the uh, uh, corporate level, if you will. Interesting. So getting back to matches, you know, uh, you said, and they're and you're right. I mean, it's it's definitely been a year. I think uh, kind of a recovery year. I can remember. I'm looking here. There was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's been ten area two matches. I think by this time last year, we probably had. 10 area two matches. Um, and it's just, I think it's just the, the a sign of the times ammo's starting to get back. In fact, I just got a, a text from a buddy of mine that, you know, he's got another shipment of primers coming in. So really, Oh yeah. Yeah. They're becoming available. So, uh, I need those... some federal for my new, uh, my, my new blaster. Yes, that is, that is absolutely true. Uh, in fact, when the Hui's uh, we're shooting my revolver. I put the stock strain screw back into it so they could shoot production ammo. <laughs> really? Yeah. There was no way it was going to, it was going to shoot anything. I just didn't have enough federal, federal primers uh, for them to borrow. Um, so that worked out. It worked out good for them. Dan's got his club 13. And I think, uh, you know, I started a Saturday night match. Um, so I've always had the third Saturday day match. But I've started a uh, four-stage uh, Saturday night match, which uh, has uh, proved to be uh, attended well. You know, it's a four-stage, four or five-stage, but it's only ever four squads uh, match. And, and we're getting, uh, you know, any from 
30 to 36 people showing up for the match. So makes for a good time on a, on a Saturday night. And of course, uh, at the whack at night, we've got the lights. So, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely a, uh, an experience on top of the already experience at the whack that you get uh, shooting there. That's awesome. <laughs> and for those that, uh, you know, we've got the West Florida coming up in February and I, I hope everybody comes down and, and, uh, and is able to shoot it. Uh, but the whack is going through some major innovations right now. So we no longer have um, the railroad ties as separators between the bays in the back. Uh, we've really? been tearing those. Yep. We've been tearing the railroad ties down. Uh, they've just been eroding and uh, for safety, you know, safety purposes and, and uh, a number of other things, they, they decided to tear them down and we're um, they're constructing back um, cinder block walls that are then poured full of concrete. So they're solid. And then we're um, tap conning in three quarter inch plywood on the walls to help cut down on some of the, the noise. And uh, one of the goals we're talking about is possibly painting them uh, at least up high and uh, with the lights, paint them white. I mean, hopefully at night, it's going to be just as bright as it is there in the day. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Cause it, it gets dark in those bays for sure. It does. And even, even at night with the lights, uh, you know, we've got LEDs, uh, a number of LED uh, lines of LED tube lights and then two big um, uh, LED spotlights, if you will, in the bays, uh, you can still get shadows. And, you know, especially for USPSA, when a stage designer uh, realizes they've put a piece of steel behind a barrel uh, in an area where the light's out, uh, <laughs> it uh, becomes Oops. a challenge to find that steel. <laughs> Oopsie. That's too so, funny. Now, are you going to be able, are you coming to, um, to Jamie's match? Uh, the, I believe it's called the uh, South Georgia Steel Challenge Championship. As of right now, that's my plan. Um, I'm not sure how much we've talked about it, but I started a new job in, uh, in January of this past year. And it yep. was, um, you know, let's just say there's a lot going on and uh, it, it's pretty much cleaned up right now, but now we're entering our peak season. So uh, that starts actually this month, so it's going to be ramping up quite a bit. So that's the only only area I'm not sure of how many major matches I'm going to be able to shoot in the next couple of months as we as we ramp up. I would hate to miss that match, but my plan is to shoot it. But whew, we'll see. We'll see. So here, just to give you an idea, since I'm sitting right here in front of the computer uh, and for all those listening, um, this weekend is the uh, Indiana State Steel Challenge Championships. Uh, it looks like in two weeks, the East coast challenge series championship is happening in Pennsylvania. Uh, then we've got, uh, end of uh, September is the corn Husker classic. Um, area six is also at the end of September. Um, Ohio steel classic, uh, is also at the end of September. Uh, then you've got, uh, oh, they're at the end of September. Wow. A lot of things happening last weekend in September. You've also got the Idaho state steel challenge championships. Um, then getting into October, uh, we've got, uh, New Jersey state, Kentucky steel, uh, cactus compact speed steel. Not sure what that is. Sounds interesting. Maybe it's a, that's just their name and they're still just doing steel challenge. That's going to be in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Mid-October, we've got Virginia's State Steel, 
mid-October is also the U.S. steel shoot. Uh, late October, we've got the Mississippi Steel Challenge. Uh, is, the, is the Mississippi the same weekend as the U.S. Steel Shoot? They are. And I believe it's yeah. also the same weekend as uh, Rimfire, Rimfire Challenge. Yep, yep. Yeah. So uh, that's a lot of shooting that can be done that weekend based on where you want to go. And then uh, getting into uh, December, doesn't look like there's anything scheduled for November, but in December, you've got the Florida State. Uh, first week in December, and then uh, my match in February, third week in February, uh, the West Florida Steel Challenge Championships. That's going to be uh, the uh, sixth uh, episode of of that match, and and we're hoping uh, keeping the price the same. And uh, you know, it's all about the shooters. Uh, going to try to okay. get painters. Im- important question: When's yeah. registration open up? Registration will probably open up first of the year, maybe. Yeah, I would say first of the year. That'll be about six weeks uh, before the match. Um, we don't tend to want to open it up too much sooner than that. Uh, uh, we don't, you know, a lot of matches. Um, and if you've read the article on uh, that Jake wrote about what it takes to put on a match, a lot of those same things happen in Steel Challenge, you know. Um, a lot of we're very fortunate at the WAC where we don't have to come up with the money up front to rent the bays. We just, yeah, that's our, that's our steel weekend. And, and we do have a couple of matches throughout the week that we have to cancel. Um, so we can do setup and RO day. Uh, but we're not having to come up with the money, uh, up front where a lot of matches will, you know, have their sign up six months in advance, trying to get some of that early money in so they can pay the range and, and reserve the range. So, um, we don't have to do that. There'll be a lot coming on towards the end of the year. We'll start promoting it again. Um, and you know, you and I talked about a new idea for, uh, for awards. You know, I like to change it up. Uh, we've done the classic plaques and we've done, uh, the tum- engraved tumblers and, uh, you did the coins and, uh, I've come up with another idea that you and I have talked about and, uh, I got to ship you up some of the product and, See what you think. That reminds me. I'm going to take a picture of one of the things that we talked about. I'm going to send it to you while we're here on the podcast. Okay. Sounds good. And then, of course, uh, the last thing on the list, uh, but but clearly the most important one is uh, at the end of April in 23 is the World Speed Shooting Championships. And that is also going to be uh, in uh, at the CMP in Talladega, Alabama. So... Uh, and, and hopefully those that uh, when the slot policy gets uh, voted on and if it's passed, yes, that looks great, Steve. <laughs> I thought you, <laughs> you read my mind. Um, yeah. So hopefully that slot policy will give a lot of opportunity for people to register early and it won't be uh, as psychotic uh, as it's been in the, in the past couple of years with, you know, 700 guns trying to get registered in 10 minutes yeah uh, we'll see yeah (laughs) we'll see (laughs) hey uh you know what else has been happening in the steel challenge world in the last uh i'd say last four weeks or so let's hear it oh tons of people are getting their new jp5s man Uh, oh they're all over the place i've got a friend down here he got one yeah. And, and he brought it to the match and then he was shooting rimfire rifle. I'm like, why aren't you shooting that gun? Yeah. <laughs> it's the rule. You get a new gun, you shoot it. 
crazy. I, I think the, I, I want to address this real quick because I get a lot of questions. I know I've posted a video or two about it. So I think that they come with at least the pre-production gun. I had one of the first couple. Um, they came with a 90 locking piece. So uh, you take the bolt apart, it just kind of twists in half. And then there's a locking piece in there. And that's what creates the amount of delay based on the angles of the locking piece. And um, I think my production one, my pre-production one came with a 90. And so that, it's not like a 90 degree, I don't believe. I didn't ask the engineers at uh, JP necessarily about that. But the 90 means that it won't stay in battery or have a, a long delay. And the locking pieces, I think, I call them locking pieces. I think they go down to maybe like a 60 or a 50. So I've had a 90, 80, and a 70. And that's what I run right now is a 70. So, you know, power, power. let's talk about power factor. And then, of course, every type of uh, gunpowder acts a little bit differently in weights of bullets and so on and so forth. But with a, a 70 locking piece, I run 115 power factor ammo, either the 135 PNR or the 100, uh, about one, uh, the 100 grain, 115 power factor. It's about 115, maybe 114 power factor um, PNR ammo. The the 100 is actually affectionately called the Steve Foster special. Nice. Yeah, because I was designed for carry optics, limited, single stack, even PCC. You know, it's a lighter bullet, reciprocates um, a little bit quicker than the 135. But the 135 still my favorite when it comes to um, just a gentle push. It's it's extreme, like silly, silly, stupid soft coming out of that JP5 with that 70 piece. But even the 100 is still um, pretty, pretty darn light. So I, I think that they're just now, maybe even this week, um, you can order different locking pieces for your JP5. So if you take yours apart and you have an 80, you know, a 70 is kind of in that uh, – in that 115 range, I've not tested down to, you know, they're supposed to make a 60 and a 50. I'm going to try to get my hands on one of those, but I've had a lot of people ask me, even this morning when I was driving to work at 530 this morning, I had somebody text me, Hey man, what, what, what load and what locking piece are you running? So <laughs> I just, uh, I just want to kind of get there, get that out there. And, uh, yeah, man, those, those guns are bad, bad news. The other thing that I'll address real quick with that is I, again, I had one of the pre-production ones and then I ordered one. Uh, I think it was right around July 1st of last year. I got notification from one of one of the fellows at JP that I will be shipping here in about two to three weeks. So that's kind of where they're at. They're they're they got all hands on deck building JP fives, but it's going to be. So if you order one a year ago, your number's coming up here pretty, pretty quick. So super, super. And I'm assuming, you know, that that whole locking piece, you, you're going to have to play around with not only the power factor, but of course the, the, the bullet weight can make a difference. Yep. Cause I can have a, a, a 115 power factor on a hundred grain bullet, yep. as opposed to a 115 power factor on say a 135 grain bullet. And that's going yeah. to act differently based on how it's going to kick the bolt back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. So you got to play around with all that. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I shot one at uh, the world speed shoot uh, last year. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to wait till you get tired of yours and then just buy your old one. Yeah. That was my gun. You shot. <laughs> um, yes, it was. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to take Steve Foster hand-me-downs. The, the interesting, <laughs> you're not the only person <laughs> get uh, in line, right? Get oh yeah. Line. No, I'm, 
I've had people coming out of the world. Hey, man, why do you need all them JPs for? Um, but uh, the other interesting thing about it, it is a shooter style and preference. The bolt in the article I wrote for USPSA magazine, I guess it's been probably a year ago. The interesting part with the bolt is it's about a 40% less reciprocating mass than a GMR 15 bolt. So it, uh, it weighs a few ounces. Well, I think it's seven ounces. I, I don't have it in front of me. A few ounces less than the uh, GMR 15 bolt. And so it's like it, it, if the gun just feels quicker. Yeah. And I, I think what also with that is, and I'm not, you know, I shoot one for one on steel. You know, I'm not a USPSA guy. Uh, so I've actually got a slow finger trigger finger. People are like, oh, man, you can't double tap like 10s or 15s or 13s. I'm like, no, man, a lot of people, you know, it's just one of those things I just don't do. And so I was messing around with somebody while they were here trained that shoots a lot of USPSA. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm shooting, you know, 13s, 14s. And with uh, GMR 15, mine are a little bit higher. I'm not going to tell you how bad it is. It's pretty bad. But in the JP5, you know, I can throw 13s and 14s down like it's nothing just because it feels like i don't know it's like the trigger resets quicker i, I don't know what that is well but I, think I think it's it just a combination mass. of it's it's just the maturation of technologies yeah you know i mean you look at uh uh this is not a dig on the ruger pcc it's a it's a very capable entry level gun but you know it's it's a different style it's, it doesn't have a standard buffer you know and and you can do some trigger work on it but then as you get into your classic you know, we'll call them AR9 styles. You've got a number of different drop-in triggers that you can do. You know, I run all JPs and all JP triggers in, in all the guns I got because um, I also still have a lead star. Um, and so they it changes over time and hyperfires out there. And there's a whole bunch of whole bunch of, you know, triggers you can put in there and changing springs and all that. So I think it's just a, a combination of the maturation of trigger technology. Yeah. Um, but there's also just that that concept of felt recoil. Yeah. And it's like the guns just reset faster. Right, 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 right. You know, um, and yeah, for those guys that are throwing, you know, you look at a, I think, you know, you look at a guy like Max Lee and Grandis and what he can do with a PCC, yeah. you know, his splits are probably going to be insane. And now he's got a gun that's got even less recoil than anything on the market right now oh yeah oh yeah very cool very cool well i've had to uh, you know we're talking rifles here i've had to actually uh focus solely on the rifles for a while um I've, i don't know if i've got arthritis or somebody said it could be a ganglion cyst i went and got an x-ray this week and i'll get with my doctor but on the uh, inside of my right thumb i've got this knot that I can still shoot rimfire pistol. Okay. But any of the centerfire guns, it's it just, the recoil is just killing me. Um, so I've had to focus, uh, change my goals and, and focus on the rifles for, for that. So, you know, uh, if you're listening grimy and wholesome and, and all you guys that have been beat me, I'm coming for you this year at worlds <laughs> in the rifle category. <laughs> you know, you got some old man stuff going on there. I do too. I don't know what it is. It's, uh, before my, long stint in the hospital. I say long, I know people have been in the hospital a lot longer than I have, but I did something to my right shoulder. I don't know, a year and a half ago. And it got aggravated from working out. And, you know, here before I went into the hospital, I couldn't even bring a gun up to my eye. It just hurt my right shoulder. And so 
once I got back out on the range here a couple of weeks ago, I shot pistols. Yeah, it's still not the same. So I may be in that same bucket with you. I love shooting all guns, but maybe just going to have to be a lot more rifles and come back to the pistols here in a little bit. You know, I, I, I'm with you on that. It's, uh, you know, and that's the nice thing about Steel Challenge is that, you know, there's 13 divisions. There's got to be one that you can find that you like, that you can shoot, that you can have fun. And, yeah. you know, uh, we all take it seriously. Um, we all want to win. We all want to do well. But, you know, I've said it 100 times and I'll say it a million times more. It's a game. Yeah. And and we are all going to spend a lot more money uh, buying JP5s <laughs> than, we're, than we're ever going to make in this game. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's too funny well yeah you know it's 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 been fun i'm I'm looking forward i really hope you get to to get to make it to to uh georgia i you know love to go shoot and definitely want to do the best um that match last year was uh, a great time uh with a lot of involvement it's kind of been cursed this year uh based on uh i think in march when it was originally supposed to happen the range ended up being underwater and then it was rescheduled for july and i think jamie got deployed oh yeah uh, he's or the match he director was, yeah. so uh yeah it's going to be it's going to be the end of september so uh for those uh there's still spots open you know sign up trust me you will have a good time uh i'm not sure what he's got planned this year but i know he's got uh, ro's and last year he had painters um and uh, it's it's going to be a good time i'm looking forward to it yeah i hope i can make it down it, that man that's a couple of weeks it's uh it's september 1st son i know i know it's end of the month yeah like i said i've got um this weekend we've got our our work party which i don't know why they call it a party because it's anything but that but it's it's doing range you know range cleanup around the range and doing whatever you can at the whack and then Second weekend will be my Saturday night match. And, uh, uh, oh, here's a cool thing. The, uh, uh, the Ruskin range down here has now started a second Sunday match. They've had that for a while, but they've done some range renovations and now they're shooting all eight in a, oh, in awesome. a four flip four, uh, method. Um, and they're limiting the, uh, the squads to, uh, nine guns which is nice because then it's you're not there till you know four in the afternoon yeah it's it's a nice thing so so we'll do that and then the third saturday will be the the whack match and then the fourth is the uh the georgia match and then the week after that is the uh area six which i still got to get signed up for you're going to try to come down to area six uh I would love to shoot it, but I don't, I don't think I'll be able to just again, because of work and not knowing, uh, not knowing what our peaks going to really look like. You know what I mean? Oh, I get it. I get it. Are, are you, are you, have you gotten past the 15 hour days you were working in the beginning? Man, these, these half hour or these half days are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's a little bit less than that, but whew, I hear the, I feel the, feel the ground trembling underneath me you know what i mean so we'll we'll see how it goes we got a great leadership team and some good folks and yeah so I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to it for sure that's that's great 
Well, I don't have much more to say other than uh, it's glad to be back on the on the podcast and uh, and just having fun. We're going to have to get some guests on here and uh, and have a good time and just, you know, try to bring some information out to everybody. For those that uh, that did vote, uh, thank you for voting. Whoever you voted for, uh, it is uh, you're right. It was kind of disturbing when I saw that there was 30,000 eligible voters and I think less than 7,000 votes were cast. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, it's um, I don't think that's outside the norm from the other ones, but, uh, you know, this is your chance, just like it is in 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 our uh, our government to uh, to voice your opinion um, and uh, and vote for the person you think is the best suited. And yep. the majority of them chose you men. And oh, there, do you, did you see, too, there is a new they had chosen the managing director? Yeah, I I did see that. I don't. I don't know her. Or I don't know much about her. Uh, I do not either. I know that she uh, has been, I believe, the uh, she's been helping out Bruce for the Area 6 match in USPSA the last couple of years. Uh, mm. But yeah, the, uh, congratulations to Donna Webb on uh, on being appointed our new uh, managing director. Uh, and we're hoping for some good things there. Uh, it would be uh it would be nice to get back to the old days of just uh, seeing fun stuff and 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 not all the the uh, controversies that are going on now. And I'm not going to go into them, but if you've been online, you've seen them. Is there controversy? I didn't know that. Uh, it's uh, we're just going to leave it as if you don't know, go <laughs> online and you'll find it. <laughs> it won't take you long. <laughs> look, look, man, I've been in this sport, you know, for whew, I don't know. 10, 11 years, something like that. But seriously, doing it for the last six or seven, I've never seen anything like this. This is crazy. It's it's just a, a different time. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll you know, you got to weather it through. I mean, there's going to be new elections next year uh, with uh, area directors. I think there's at least one, if not two spots coming up. And yeah. I've seen people throwing their name uh, in the hat for that. And, uh, you know, I know who I like. Uh, but you know, I think everybody should take the opportunity. I thought they did a really good job with, uh, the candidates that could, um, you know, there were podcasts out there, uh, not just the USPSA podcast, but a number of other ones, uh, that interviewed, uh, the candidates and, and gave you idea of what they stood for, uh, and, and giving people a better chance to, uh, make a decision on who they were going to vote for. Uh, and I think that's great. You know, I know I saw at least, what three or four different uh podcast outlets that had done interviews yeah um so that was good all right right, well for everybody that missed us we're back and uh steve and i are going to be much more diligent about uh doing these and we're going to come up with some ideas this one was kind of more of a hey we're back welcome back and uh, we'll get some content. Uh, of course, anybody who's interested, uh, please throw out some ideas on the Steel Target Paint Podcast Facebook page. Uh, we'd love to hear, hear your ideas or what you'd like to hear, uh, who you might like to talk to, and we can try to get those people on. And, you know, a couple of years ago, we did one of those town halls where we just opened up a video Zoom and had yeah. everybody get on. And who knows, maybe we'll do a couple of those again. That was a lot of fun, just having people come on and and just seeing people and uh, having a good time there. So uh, keep that in mind as well. 
Sounds good. It was good talking with you, Jeff. All right, Steve. Have a good one. And right, oh, hey, brother. Steve. No, 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 no. Sorry. ST Podcast 10. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, man. All right. Thanks, All right, everybody. Bye-bye.